Thanks, Sam. Uh, sorry in advance if I offend anyone. If anyone's not comfortable with sex talk, you should probably leave now. Um, should only last for 15 minutes, so feel free to come back. So to begin with, uh, Reich was a strict Freudian, and as a quick 101 refresher course on weirdos in psychology, uh, Freud was the dude who founded the Oedipus Complex, which essentially describes a child's feelings uh, of desire for his or her opposite sex parent, and jealousy for his or her same sex parent. So according to Freud, uh, a girl resents her mother for denying her a penis, and thus desires her father because he has one. And as a girl will never have a penis, uh, the logic goes that women will always have an underdeveloped superego, and thus remain morally inferior to men. So I have to say, Lack of penis is probably my favorite white male explanation of women's moral inferiority. <laughs> I mean, it's purely scientific, right? Um, and so without further introduction, uh, please welcome psychoanalytics as a backdrop to my villain, Willem Reich. So the story of Reich is the story of a man who went from psychoanalytics Wunderkind to the enemy of Hitler, uh, being shunned away from multiple countries in Europe uh, to the enemy of the US government, um, and ended up dying a lonely death in prison from a heart attack. He was born in 1897 in what was then part of Austria-Hungary um, and now Ukraine. And after a sad childhood with a mother committing suicide, uh, serving in the army of World War One, la di da da he moved to Vienna to study with his mentor Freud. Uh, later, Reich began working in Freud's outpatient clinic and he became eventually the director of training in the Viennese Psychoanalytic Institute and was very well regarded uh, for his captivating seminars, eloquent speaking, and all-around good doctoring. Um, so starting in the 1920s, Reich began publishing a series of papers on the idea of orgastic potency, uh, the ability to release the emotions from the muscles and lose the self in an uninhibited orgasm. So Reich argued that psychic health and the ability to love depended on orgastic potency uh, and the full discharge of the libido. So although Reich's work on character at the beginning was well received by the psychoanalytic community, his work on orgastic potency was not very popular from the start um, and was later ridiculed. Surprise! To Freud, uh, psychic energy or the libido was simply a working hypothesis, but to Reich, he believed it was a real energy that required adequate discharge in order for a person to avoid the buildup of tension. So mental illness, Reich postulated, is a result of disturbance in the natural capacity for love and a result of orgastic impotence. For his 70th birthday, Reich gave Freud a copy of his manuscript, which was to be published, uh, called The Function of the Orgasm. Freud responded, that thick, um, which Reich interpreted as a bit of a rejection. Uh, he then suffered from tuberculosis, and after recovering, he found himself in a bit of a political and existential crisis. Uh, so he joined what, you know, why wouldn't anyone, the Communist Party of Austria. Uh, then, after a trip to the Soviet Union, he came back with... Uh, more invigoration than ever to combine Marxist ideologies with Freudian teachings. And as a Freudian Marxist, uh, Reich believed that a lack of good orgasms is what kept the working classes from realizing their political potential. <laughs> Revolution, Reich claimed, could only happen with an uninhibited release of sexual urges. So who knows, uh, maybe that's the true explanation of why we've had seven prime ministers in the last 10 years. I don't know. 
when Hitler came into power um, and it suddenly became clear that the Nazis weren't too happy with Reich's claims that, uh, like the working class, they also suffered from sexual repression, Reich fled to Denmark. And without ever having joined it, he was automatically excluded from the Danish Communist Party. Um, his visa wasn't renewed. Um, he tried moving to the UK, but the psychoanalyst community there literally decided that he'd been insufficiently analysed uh, to make the move. So Reich moved instead to Sweden, uh, where he was placed under surveillance when police suspected that the hourly visits of patients that he was receiving in his hotel room um, meant that he was running a brothel with his girlfriend as a prostitute. After his uh, subsequent expulsion from the International Psychoanalytical Association, uh, Reich moved to Norway. There he explored whether Freud's metaphor of the libido was in fact electricity or a chemical substance, an argument that Freud had proposed but later abandoned. And Reich argued that considering the orgasm as only mechanical tension and relaxation couldn't possibly explain why some experience pleasure and others do not. So with the orgasm as a bioelectric phenomenon in his mind, he likened the coming together of the genitals to an electrical circuit. Uh, naturally, the penis and vagina as electrodes, the secretion as quote-unquote electrolytic solution and conducting medium, and the circulation as the source of charge on both sides. So what did he do? Well, as any good scientist would, he set out to collect some data. He bought an oscillograph and attached it to friends and students who volunteered to touch and kiss each other while Reich read the... He observed that it was actually the same bioelectric energy reflected as pleasure if it flowed outward to the skin surface and it, um, with increased charge at the skin side and anxiety if it flowed away from the skin surface uh, causing decreased charge at the skin side and increased central tension. So he had to step it up another notch, didn't he? Uh, into biology to link the organ, this energy, with the origin of life. So he boiled some grass, some sand, some iron and animal tissue, added a bit of potassium and gelatin, um, heated those materials with a heat torch um, and observed some bright glowing blue vesicles under a fancy microscope that he just purchased. Uh, he called them bions and believed that these vesicles were a rudimentary form of life, halfway between life and non-life. Uh, he wrote that when he poured this cooled mixture onto growth media, bacteria were born, um, just subtly dismissing the idea that bacteria might have already been present in the air on other materials. He did have a caveat on the fact that, oh, you know, biology isn't my actual discipline, but let's not talk about that. The Norwegians denounced his works on bions, uh, accusing him of ignorance about airborne infection and of gross scientific fraud. So... Reich moved to the USA. <laughs> a year later, in 1940, he invented the organ energy accumulator. Now, organ accumulators are made with alternating layers of ferromagnetic materials and insulators, which permit the passage of electromagnetic fields, but don't conduct the current. Thus, the organ accumulators do exactly what the name suggests. They collect organ energy. To prove the primary cause of all diseases in the human body uh, is the direct result of jammed up organ energy, Reich had sick people come in and sit inside the organ accumulators, which were essentially wardrobe-sized. Their bodies absorbed this concentrated organ energy, and Reich announced that the accumulators not only fortified the immune system, but actually destroyed some types of cancer. 
So seeking a little bit of scientific validation, feeling under a tiny bit of pressure, Reich visited no other than Albert Einstein. And Reich told Einstein that this organ energy collected in the accumulator uh, could heat any object placed inside it, which would obviate the laws of thermodynamics. So Einstein, being Einstein, said, all right, let's look at it, measured an increase in temperature within the accumulator that Reich had provided. And then one of Einstein's assistants pointed out that the temperature was actually lower on the floor than on the ceiling of this wardrobe construction. Uh, so Einstein subsequently promptly concluded that the effect was simply due to the temperature gradient inside the room. Um, and Reich refuted the findings because Einstein was obviously wrong, duh. So without the slightest itch of self-consciousness, uh, Reich designed a, another machine, the Cloud Buster. Think an inside-out organ energy accumulator, which manipulated the streams of organ energy in the atmosphere, causing clouds to form or disperse. So it happened that there was a drought in Arizona and two farmers approached him to make it rain to save their blueberry crop. Uh, so Reich pulled out the cloud buster and apparently rain actually began to fall that evening. So the crop survived, the farmers paid him and Reich went on his merry way. While he was in Arizona, he uh, observed some UFOs, which he postulated were powered by organ energy. Reich would locate the UFOs and then roll out his two cloud busters to suck the energy out of it. Reich claimed that he had shot several of them down in what he called a full-scale interplanetary battle. <laughs> By then, the FDA came around to investigating him and determined Reich was making fraudulent claims. So Reich refused to appear in court uh, because that would let the government pass judgment on primordial pre-atomic cosmic organ energy, unquote. Uh, and that sentence, for good reason, made his sanity a little bit disputable. So the court ordered all of his papers, books and notes to be destroyed uh, and denied him the right to publish anything about organ energy anymore. Um, unsurprisingly, he did not comply and was charged with contempt of court. So at the end of the whole shebang, he was sentenced to two years in federal prison where he later died of the heart attack. So what of his legacy? Well, thankfully for all of you and all of mankind, a 175-page handbook with construction plans for the unpatented organ energy accumulator was recovered. <laughs> so if you want, you can go ahead and build one. Or you can study at the Animal College of Ergonomy, uh, the American College of Ergonomy, that's somehow small enough to fit into a P.O. box in New Jersey. Uh, but they have a very interesting website. I encourage you to check it out. <laughs> I think if Reich was alive today, his legacy and take-home message about mental health, politics, the origin of life, and UFOs would probably be this. Don't ever ever underestimate the power of a damn good orgasm. <laughs> Thank you.